Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting adventure at the Hub World. Today's quest will have us covering 20 questions about Sonic the Hedgehog. My name is Jules and today our party members are... Teo. Dino. Adriano. Whether you're joining our adventure from YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, be sure to give us a like or a follow. Now let's get this adventure rolling. Um, so, like I said earlier, today is our 20 questions about Sonic the Hedgehog special. This is part of our Month of Sonic series of episodes. And we're going to get right into the meat of things. So, if you've caught one of our 20 questions episodes before, it's very simple. We ask 20 questions about a specific topic, and everybody answers them. They can answer them however they'd like, and you'll get to learn about our favorite Sonic things, and our least favorite Sonic things, and maybe just some hot takes that we have. So... Let's get it rolling. I will read out the question, and then anybody can volunteer to answer first. So the first question, very easy. Which movie did you like better? Sonic the Hedgehog 1 or Sonic the Hedgehog 2? I think I'll answer this one first. I actually couldn't see the movie with uh, the rest of the Hub World crew when they all went to go see it, so I had to go by myself. And seeing that movie by myself, I was able to laugh and like just enjoy the movie just a little bit better than I would with the group because there's certain things that I would have gotten that if, I know if I like nudged Mateo and say, Hey, it's this, he would have been like, the hell are you doing? It was an, it was an interesting experience. Just like, like I was watching the movie by myself and being able to see all those things. And I do have to say as much as the, like the high moments in Sonic two were really, really high, but the low moments were also really, really low. I feel like the first one was a lot more consistent. And even though I like Jim Carrey's performance better in Sonic two, I like a more consistent movie. And I wasn't really too much of a fan of the whole Sonic's best friend is now his dad. I didn't understand that, but yeah, I'm going to say Sonic 1. I kind of agree with Eugenio. I think Sonic 1 from beginning to end is a more consistent and better movie. Echoing everything you said, the highs were higher in the second one, but the lows were really, really low in Sonic 2. And and like, I, like both movies are really good, and I just think it's somehow we were able to get two good Sonic movies after seeing like what Sonic one was supposed to look like. Like we all thought these were going to be train wrecks of movies and, and we ended up getting two decent ones. But if I had to pick one, it would be Sonic one. I really like Sonic two. Um, I just, I really like that there's more Sonic characters and areas. And, uh, you know, that, that's something that I was really looking for, like more Sonic, more to do with the games Overall, too, it was funnier, too. There, there was more laughing moments. Without any spoilers, um, I just really appreciated the content and the Sonic content in that movie. I, I echo Adriano. One, I, I just fundamentally disagree with it not being a consistent movie. I think Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is a much more consistent movie, um, and I think it's consistently better than Sonic 1, mostly because the story itself actually centers around Sonic and Eggman, rather than centering around a human character. And while, sure, I guess there's a single, like, ten-minute scene in the hour-and-a-half movie that maybe some people don't like, I don't think that derails an entire movie full of sonic content, like, full of, like, way more accurate characterization than the first movie um, that actually draws way more on the games and on the lore than the first movie did. Um, I'd much rather watch a movie about Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles, and Eggman's conflict than a movie about Sonic going around with some human on a road trip around the world, not seeing anything that I recognize from the games, having characters that are, like, inconsistent. Like, I, 
I don't know. I I really disagree with with the idea that Sonic Two isn't consistent, and I just think the pacing in Sonic Two is also a lot better because I feel there's a lot less dead time. I feel like the action is constant and heavy, and there's some small breaks um, to have comedic moments, but I feel like for the most part, the plot is always very interesting, and the characters are always doing something interesting. So I I much more interested in Sonic Two. And it's gotten me way more interested in a third movie and the potential for other things because I actually think they'll delve more into the games than I had thought that they would after Sonic 1, where I thought it was just going to be Sonic in the real world. I I agree with that, too. Again, if I was spoiling things, like, from what I've seen in Sonic 2 and the amount of, like, content from the games, that makes me really excited for if there's another installment because they're going to probably crack the door wide open and add so much you know that's which probably ties into our second question yeah it does so that's a good segue and i think um at this point we can say that this next question will likely have some spoilers for sonic 2 because we are going to be talking about the future of the sonic films so if you're worried about that you can skip ahead a little bit uh after we talk about the Sonic film, which will just be this question. But our second question is, which characters or story elements would you like to see in a third Sonic the Hedgehog film? I think I'll start here. Uh, I really want to see more of Rachel in Sonic 3. Uh, Rachel is... Uh, <laughs> sorry. That was a joke. I never want to see Rachel in another Sonic movie again. But uh, spoilers, that post credit scene of Sonic 2 was all I needed to see to be in for a third movie introducing shadow and going through shadows backstory that is all they needed to do to make me in on sonic 3 like shadow is my like one of my favorite sonic characters and having sonic versus shadow would be so so cool to see that in a movie like what more could you want shadow's like one of the most beloved characters in the whole sonic series and to see sonic tails knuckles and now shadow i'm sold yeah, I agree with with how hype it is that Shadow will likely be the focus of the third Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Shadow's also one of my favorite game characters, like, period. My one concern about Shadow's introduction, especially with the potential for Jim Carrey to be retiring, is I'm very, very concerned if they try to make Shadow the main threat of the third movie. Not because I don't think he's capable of being that threat, but because I don't want him to be that threat. Yeah. I like the idea of Shadow being interlocked with whatever the conflict is, and I like the idea of him being a an opposition to Sonic, but I don't want him to I don't want him to be like the main villain, you know? Like my dream movie would be that they kind of amalgamate Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 into one kind of story and they maybe bring Chaos in as the main kind of threat like maybe after the master emerald kind of split up at the end of sonic 2 um maybe chaos was released and they can like explore chaos and shadow at the same time and then ultimately like shadow and sonic have to team up to stop chaos and i feel like what they could do with that also with like i was going to say something along those lines as well was like kind of like okay sonic can go fast has a speed and everything will shadow have that same speed no he's going to have his like rollerblade boot things but at the same time, they can also introduce the Chaos Control. So they have to shatter the Master Emerald somehow. The Seven are going to get scattered somewhere. Shadow's going to come across one of them and be able to do his Chaos Control. And yeah. that would be a pretty cool element to bring into that. 
I honestly was hoping that they would have brought Metal Sonic in to kind of like keep it with that kind of like classic Sonic 1, Sonic 2, and then go into Sonic 3. But mm-hmm. Sonic 2 kind of had the Sonic 3 and Knuckles kind of vibe. Yeah. So bringing yeah. Shadow in was a bit of a surprise to me. I was just hoping that maybe Eggman had a secret lab somewhere and he built Metal Sonic. That would have been really cool. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like I was expecting Metal Sonic, especially uh, you know going into Sonic Three. Like I thought it might follow the game a little bit. But yeah, what I want to see in the next movie again is just more Sonic characters and especially more Sonic Zones. Like we kind of got a hint at Mushroom Hill Zone wasn't exactly the same and then and then there's kind of like weird that uh, there was those ruins on earth that it kind of looked like uh you know hydra city and tidal tempest zones i was honestly expecting angel island yeah yeah we zones like that and, and maybe more like robotic stuff like uh end game zones like uh you know like the death egg and stuff like that i'm i'm wondering if they'll do the arc which is kind of like similar to the death egg in the next movie to tie in with shadow the other thing I really want to see just kind of happen in general is I want to see some Crush 40 music get covered. Yes. I think it could be a really cool moment if like they give Super Sonic and Super Shadow their their moment at the end of the film that maybe they have a cover that like a very well-known band like covers like Live and Learn or Open Your Heart and throws it into the movie and that that could be a track and it could be a nice little homage even if it's not in the movie itself i think like to this point i think it's kind of ridiculous that there hasn't been a crush 40 or just even like like notable sonic songs included in the end credits because the only people that stick around in the end credits are actual like the diehard fans a lot of people walk out as soon as the movie's over but to have that special moment for the fans in the credits at the very least is something that like I expected in the first two movies, and we still haven't gotten that. End of spoilers for the Sonic movies. We will not be talking about the movies for the rest of the 18 questions, so don't worry if you're worried about Sonic the Hedgehog 2 spoilers. Okay, question number three. Which is your favorite Sonic TV show? For me, there's really only one answer. Uh, it's Sonic X. The theme song is amazing, and I love the fact that like they kind of told the story of the games the modern Sonic games like Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2, like they kind of adapted it in a way that, but it still felt original. Like Chris is just super annoying and like, I'd rather him not be there, but whatever. But the fact that like almost every Sonic character to that point was in that show and they were voiced, it was really cool. And it was just a celebration of the whole era of Sonic. I think that is to me, like those are like some of my fondest memories of Sonic come from Sonic X. So for me, that that's the only option is Sonic X. Yeah, I mean, I only only watched two shows, and the other one was Sonic Underground, where Sonic had a brother, yeah. Mister, and I don't remember much from it. I just remember it kind of gave me Sonic Comics and Sonic CD vibes. Sonic played an instrument, and so did the brother and sister. And uh, I'm a musician, so I really liked that. I thought it was cool. The theme song in Sonic Underground slaps. Also, I will also throw in an honorable mention here for Sarah that she really likes the Sonic Boom TV show, and I know a lot of people do. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we'll throw that one in there. But for me, it also is Sonic X. And I feel like it is for those same reasons that, Mateo, you kind of said, is that it's very accurate to the games. And 
especially like growing up watching it while those games were being re-released on GameCube, like at the time I was playing them, they felt very like, like it was just very cool because there was nothing like that. Like even when you look at things like Kirby right back at you, I wasn't really adapting the games, whereas like Sonic X was, and I thought that was really, really cool. But I'm very excited for Sonic Prime, which is coming to Netflix the end of this year. Yeah, I remember I watched Sonic X every Saturday morning, and I don't remember much of it at all. I remember a few scenes. I remember Super Shadow was in it, so that was pretty cool. I think Sonic X is on a lot of streaming services. It is. It's very watchable. I might do it. I'll tell you, I tried. It's very slow. Oh, well, you can just skip over the slow parts. Yeah, it's, you might want to just skip a few episodes in. We gotta go fast. Yeah, gotta go fast. Play it on double speed. We can move on to question number four. Which is your favorite zone? I'll go first. My first one is uh, Palm Tree Panic. I remember playing Sonic CD like, oh man, a long time ago in elementary school. I had an old Windows 95. And I remember this one part of the zone. There's like a propeller to it and you go like up around. And I just, I remember I just kept replaying that part of the zone. Just wanted to go through that, that little like uh, turnstile kind of propeller. And, and like the perspective kind of changed too. It kind of went from flat sideways view to like kind of like a 3D back view. And I thought that was a pretty cool too, like a change of perspective. I've never seen that in a Sonic game. I actually haven't beat Sonic CD, but I'm really looking forward to playing it when uh, the Sonic Origins collection comes out in June. Oh yeah, there's there's two endings. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're not chaos animals, they're time stones. It's a really cool game. My favorite zone um, is actually a more recent one from Sonic Mania, the Mirage Saloon. Yes. Dang, that was mine. <laughs> I love that zone. I cannot express how cool it was, like running through that zone. Like it has all these like giant like handguns that like shoot you in the air and then there's like wanted posters for all the like missing sonic characters that yep. haven't been seen in like 20 years and then the boss is like legitimately like you fight bean fang and bark like i thought that was so cool like it blew my mind when i played um that level and i typically like like if it hadn't been mirage saloon I typically i'm really like tied to like the casino levels really like those but mirage saloon just like it's so memorable to me and it's it's one of the ones that every time i play sonic mania and i've played it over a dozen times now i look forward to getting to that level so mirage saloon is also my favorite but uh for all the reasons you said like i i love those three sonic characters that we haven't seen since sonic the fighters especially fang and bean so shout out to Fang and Bean. Hopefully Sega puts them in another game soon. But the, uh, just another one off the top of my head, also from Sonic Mania, Studiopolis Zone. I really like that one as well. And there's like a lot of cool, like classic Sega Easter eggs in there. I love the song and all the the cool like effects. It kind of reminds me of like the Electrodome from Mario Kart 8. It ca- kind of has that same vibe to me. And just, yeah, I, I just, I love everything about that zone. But Mirage Saloon is the one that stands out for me just because of like some of my favorite classic sonic characters are finally in a modern game i'm gonna take a bit bit of a different approach to this one here because you guys are all naming the classic zones and stuff from like the traditional side scrolling games my favorite one probably was uh from sonic adventure one the first uh the first zone as sonic where you're just running around uh there's the orca chase at the very end of it and First time Sonic in 3D, and it just blew me away. Called Emerald Coast. I, I'm I'm really bad with the names and stuff. It's okay. Very closely followed by the Cityscape. We played that level a lot, Gino. Yep. 
GameCube preview disc. Yep. Until we could find out the Sonic Adventure DX. You said that was the first game that Sonic was 3D. What what year was that, the Dreamcast game? When Sonic Adventure came out, it was like 98, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so it was kind of around the same time that all the other major games were coming 3D, right? Like Mario and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, Dreamcast is way ahead of its time. So we can move on to the fifth question. Um, which is your favorite Sonic track? Oh my god, I have three. <laughs> <laughs> I have many, but I'm only going to share one. But you can go ahead, Adriano. Okay, uh, I'll start with the most obscure one. It's from Sonic 3D Blast. It's called Panic Puppet Zone Act 2. Specifically, the Saturn version, not the Genesis version. It's a totally different track. And, oh, it's just so different, the music from that game. Like, you gotta hear it. I wish we could play it. But... And then, um, Sonic R, Super Sonic Racing. Nice. And, and uh, of course, Sonic Boom. I love Crush 40's modern, like, take on Sonic Boom that they do in, like, a lot of their, their shows that they do. Big fan of that. I gotta hear it. I like the fact that they covered an old song and they kind of, like, they brought it into, like, modern times in a way. I don't know. For me, I couldn't decide between two. There's the song that I've always liked, which is Open Your Heart, the main theme of Sonic Adventure. I love the guitar solos, like, in, and it's the way that they kind of, like, distort the audio in that that track. It's so good. It's so catchy. But the one that is in my head constantly since I've been in the Sonic mood has been I Am All of Me, the main theme of Shadow the Hedgehog. It's like a metal song almost. And like, I'm not really into metal, but it's a headbanger. And I love the bass, like the electric guitar is just, it's so raw and powerful. And the drum it, it is the backbone of that song. And like the vocals, the chorus of that song is fantastic. Like, it's just been in my head literally for two weeks, and I can't think of any other Sonic song. Like, it's quickly rising up the ranks for me. It's like a top five Sonic song now, in my opinion. Like, with vocals, at least. Because, like, there's all the, the classics that, like... I can't even compare the, the, the vocal tracks to the, the classic Sonic tracks. Like, they take up separate spaces in my in my head. So, I don't like comparing those two, but for me... Sonic now is all about these like main themes from the modern games. And like both of those are like open your heart and I am all of me are phenomenal. For me, it is, it's open your heart because of the, the opening cutscene. that, that opening cutscene. whenever I think whenever like Mateo was playing open your heart earlier today, just like threw it up and we were just listening to it and I can actually, I, I can see the actual like cutscene playing through or whatever, and just at the very end of it, seeing Perfect Chaos's eye, it is, it is a moment, and it's just like having that image. Like it, it was, it's, it's such a powerful song as well as just like just in, encapsulating like a powerful moment, and it's just great. I love it. My favorite track is His World from Sonic 06. I think it's the perfect Sonic song. I think it embodies everything that Sonic is, and it's such a dynamic song that every arrangement of it is wonderful like and and like the amount of times that they use it throughout sonic 06 is in a way you'd feel like you'd get tired of it but they use it in such different ways like they use that at emotional parts and they've slowed it down and they have it being played on like piano um they they have it in like a rock anthem kind of in moments to make things like really hardcore they have it in the final boss theme to make it like super epic like it's such an incredible song and i i I just love it completely and then the other one that i really like is 
also from Sonic 06. It's Silver the Hedgehog's theme, Dreams of an Absolution. And I always liked the song. It's just like this party, like, banger that's just, like, really, really good. And, and it kind of, like, somehow captures the tragedy of Silver's story in Sonic 06 while also just being, like, really, really catchy. And then it also has um, the chord progression from Green Hill Zone, which I find is really nostalgic as well. So it has that kind of thing going on. But those are my two favorite. Cool. Number six, who is your favorite Sonic character from the post-classic era? So just to clarify what we mean here is essentially, who's your favorite Sonic character that's not one of the original Sonic characters? So when we're looking at the original Sonic characters, we're talking Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Eggman, and Amy. Pretty much anybody else's fair game. I have really mostly just played Sonic 1, 2, 3, and CD, and a couple of obscure 3D games. Like, I haven't really played much of the modern games. Like, a little bit of Adventure to Battle, a little bit of DX. Like, I mean, like, literally one or two acts, not much. So for me, it's Shadow. I think it's a pretty cool, like, dark antithesis to Sonic and... I don't know much at all about Shadow. I just know that he was created by Eggman or Eggman's grandfather, as far as I know. I don't know. And I just know that there's like a super form of him, too. So that combined with he's totally shrouded in mystery for me makes a very interesting character for me. I I really like the the whole idea of chaos. Like, here is this um, mutated Chow that can interact with the Chaos Emeralds and it's one of the only other characters in the series outside of Sonic and Shadow that can interact with the Chaos Emeralds in a meaningful way. And I feel like every time he like absorbs a Chaos Emerald and gets like some kind of like form change, it's just really, really cool. And it was a great boss mechanic as well. So you can go, okay, you're fighting the same enemy over and over again throughout the course of the game, but it's a different form and they do different things depending on which Chaos yeah. Emeralds they have or how many they have. That's and, true. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was really, really cool to have that. And just like to to learn about like okay chaos isn't just like the god of destru- destruction as as uh eggman claims it to be he's just a chow is it a spoiler it's a chow because i had no idea it was a chow it's also a 1998 game so i feel like yeah, yeah. you had 30 years to it's play a game yeah i gotta play these new games <laughs> it, it was really cool and i i enjoyed that whole mechanic it's unfortunate that chaos was used more like a tool or a weapon to like powers greater than itself because it was just given a direction and pointed into it and just like, go kill. So technically, I know SBO was created before Sonic Adventure. Like SBO appeared in Knuckles Chaotix and Sonic the Fighters. And I believe he was also in some classic Sonic comics. But he hasn't been in much at all. He's a modern character. Yeah, we know everything about SBO from the modern games. So, like, SBO, I think, is, like, the most underrated, underutilized Sonic character. He's got so much potential. His design is fantastic. He's a friggin' ninja. Like, so, I really like SBO, I think, but also Shadow. Like, shout out to Shadow. Shadow is just so cool. Everything about Shadow I love. So, I got I couldn't decide between SBO and Shadow. He looks really cool in the Odyssey games. I've never played it, but it looks like he can change colors. It looks really cool. Yeah, he's a chameleon, so... <laughs> he's a very cool character. Mm-hmm. My number one is Shadow, and it will always be Shadow. But for the sake of saying something different, I'll also share my number two, which is Blaze the Cat. I love Blaze the Cat. I think Blaze has such a cool story, both in Sonic Rush and in um, Sonic 06. And she's a character I wish that they'd use more. 
I remember like when Sonic Chronicles the Dark Brotherhood came out being really upset that Blaze the Cat wasn't one of the characters they they made part of the party um, because I felt like it was a missed opportunity. But I, I yeah, I think Blaze is really cool. Like she has fire powers. She comes from an alternate dimension where there's her own version of the the Chaos Emeralds, the Soul Emeralds. Um, she has a super form. I, I also think she's refreshing for a female character in Sonic because the most prominent female characters prior to Blaze were Amy and Cream, literal children, and therefore annoying to me. That is rude. <laughs> that was a bit rude, but they're just like they were annoying characters. Like Cream didn't have much of a character, and Amy was just always chasing after Sonic, and I didn't like the way they were characterized. I like the way Amy's characterized in Boom, but not prior to that. And then um, Rouge, who I love Rouge, but at the end of the day, like I feel like Rouge again is kind of just like an accessory to Shadow. Like they don't build Amy and Rouge to be anything but accessories to Sonic and Shadow and the stories, whereas I felt Blaze felt so like on her own and she was like a, f- a fully formed character that I really like latched onto her. Okay, we will move on. Number seven, who is your favorite non Eggman villain? So it can be anybody who is not Eggman. Metal Sonic, robot, cool, badass, awesome theme music, and great boss fights. Simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of do that. For me, I gotta go with chaos. Like for all the reasons Juno said before, I just like the mechanic of like every time you fight him, he's he's more powerful and like he has all these different designs based on how many chaos emeralds he has, and like he he's never been done since. And it's it's kind of a cool sort of time capsule to that era of Sonic. Chaos is just so iconic to late '90s, early 2000s Sonic. And I honestly don't even want them to bring him back. Like we got a little taste of him in Sonic Forces and it was a huge letdown. And I just don't want to go through that again. I love the character too much. Like Gino said, he's just like a a sort of mindless sort of creature in a way where just he gets ordered around to do things. But the designs are fantastic and just the whole concept behind him is, is so cool. I like what both of, like, all of you said. I like Metal Sonic and I like Chaos. I especially like Metal Sonic and Sonic Heroes, um, where he kind of takes on, like, the major antagonist role. But I think, like, my favorite one is Mephilus the Dark, who's the main villain of Sonic 06. Mostly because he's the most competent and edgy villain that they've ever had, because he actually kills Sonic. And he like manipulates all the events and all the characters and I just find that super compelling. But on another note, I really like Eggman Nega. I don't know why, but I've always been very interested in the idea of Eggman having a descendant who's even eviler than he is. So I really like him when he pops up in the Rivals and Rush games. And I'd love for them to explore him more. Very interesting, Jules. You you kind of struck me as a Zavik guy. Yeah, no. That's Zavik. I like the other Deadly Six. Oh, man. I'm limited to only what I know. For me, Metal Sonic is really cool, especially the Sonic 3 design of it. Very cool. Very interesting. And a tougher boss fight. What some people don't, I guess, count as a villain is Knuckles. I mean, especially Mm -hmm. if it's a Sonic 2 movie. Knuckles is a villain. And, you know, in, in these games... There's literally no voice, there's no text, like it just leads you to imagine what the story is. Which again, they might might say so in the manuals, but I, I never had those. And yeah, it's just very interesting, like having him as an enemy, having him like cause all this mischief and f- ultimately fighting him. And 
Um, on a similar note, Metal Knuckles, um, which I've only seen uh, in yep. Advance, where in Sonic Advance they introduced like these new like fighting mechanics, like rolls, uh, tail spins, and and punches. I thought it was really cool. And uh, Metal Knuckles could do that. And the only other game we saw Metal Knuckles in Sonic R. Really cool design. I forgot about Metal Knuckles. Yeah, it's cool. Um, number eight. If you were Sonic, which two characters would you bring along with you as your partners? There's a lot of like friendship power in Sonic. And for me, if I was Sonic, I would push my favorite characters to be my friends. And that means I would want SBO and Shadow to be my two companions when I go through the events of the game. So I just think like once again, like SBO's gotta be in more things and Shadow is just awesome and Shadow deserves to be right next to Sonic. Tails and Knuckles, they're like I have nothing against them, but I think Shadow is really like the secondary character in Sonic and should be treated as such. He hasn't been lately, honestly. No, he hasn't been. And he's like by far, I think, the most popular character next to Sonic. So that's always really like that's really puzzled me as of late. Why like Sega's making these decisions with with the Shadow character. But I think that's going to change a lot in the future. Yeah, depending how the movie does, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I'm going to go in a different direction with this one. Like, of course, I'd want to bring along like my favorite characters, but I also have to think about who would I get along with and who would create the best team dynamic. And I just feel like if I were Sonic in this scenario, would I want other speed characters with me, like other characters of the same skill set? So I feel like I'm going to take Blaze. Because I do really like Blaze, and I feel like she offers something different. But I'm also going to take Big. Take the two purple cats. Blaze and Big the cat can come along. And we would have fun adventures. You can go fishing with Big. Yeah, and I guess I get a th- I kind of get froggy as well if I take Big. It's a two for one. Oh, dang it, I was going to say Big the cat. You can still take Big the cat. No, nah, I was going to say it ironically. I love oh. Big the cat, though. Big the cat is great. Honestly, I don't know. I think... I still think Tails and Knuckles are two great friends to bring along on adventures because they're Son- Sonic's two oldest friends and he probably would be able to get along with them better than anyone. I, I know it-, it might feel like it's a bit of a cop-out, but so I don't know. I, I think I'm just going to go with Tails and Knuckles. I know it's safe and I-, I do apologize for that, but I can't think of anyone better. Besides maybe like Vector, but like Vector is just Vector's my personal. Awesome. Like, Vector is awesome. Yeah, I hate to be unoriginal, but... Um... Again, I'm limited to the games that I played, and uh, I-, I thought of it from a gameplay perspective, and uh, you know, I just can't change up uh, Knuckles and Tails, uh, especially when you ask like from the dynamic of, you know, if you were Sonic, right? Like, I guess I'd have to pick them because it just complements the gameplay mechanics, like for, for Sonic, uh, the shield abilities and the lock-on abilities, uh, and Tails' flight. And uh, just Knuckles' power, like being able to like break through rocks and access other parts of the, of the act, um, I think is really cool and um, very unique to each character. So um, combining them all together, I think would make a very interesting gameplay. And uh, I haven't gone too far in Sonic Mania, but I think there is a, I think there is a mode where he plays all three or something. Is there? Yep, there's the Encore oh. mode. You play as them and. Um... He also plays Ray the Flying Squirrel and Mighty the Armadillo. Mighty Ooh. the Armadillo, yes. <laughs> yep. Number nine. Which Sonic character would you erase from existence? I'd like to start this one off. 
Yeah, I'm going to tell you. Okay, uh, you if anyone remembers, the original Team Chaotix was Charm You, Vector the Crocodile, Espio the Chameleon, and Mighty the Armadillo. When they brought the characters into Sonic Heroes, because that's when Team Chaotix came back, they didn't pick Mighty. Mighty hasn't been, didn't come back in a game until Sonic Mania. But in Sonic Heroes, Charmy was given a voice. And I think that was a huge mistake, because Charmy is literally the most annoying Sonic character, in my opinion. And I think if you read the manual of Sonic Heroes, it gives you, like, the age of the characters. And Charmy's a child. He's, like, seven. Charmy and Team Chaotix was also brought into Sonic X, and I think it was the same voice act. It hurts my ears hearing Charmy's voice. I just can't stand Charmy. Like, everything about Charmy. Just get him out of here. Tail, I'm not going to beat a dead horse on this one. Charmy B needs to go. Yep. <laughs> Should I delete Charmy B? Charmy's up there. I don't think I care enough for Charmy to delete Charmy. There's so many characters. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's got to be... Like, can I technically... Can I say a group of characters? Does that have to be a single? Um, You're the one that made the questions. <laughs> I'd get rid of all the Deadly Six from The Lost World. They're just awful. Like, they're not even animals. Like, it's bad enough that there's human characters in Sonic the Hedgehog. But now you have, like, weird, like, alien monster things. It just drives me nuts. And the characters suck. Zavik's okay. I can handle Zavik. Everybody else sucks. Like, they're so bad. They're, like, these terrible, like, 90s cartoon characters that you'd see in, like, an, a, like a bad episode of, like, What's With Andy or something something like that. Like, it, it's so crappy. Like, they're so bad. And they're not menacing. They don't even try to make them menacing. And it just it just hammers through how much I feel like Sonic as a series has fallen from having these like epic tales to being like just silly and they just drive me nuts. Like at least as much as people hate like Infinite is so hated from Sonic Forces that Sega told the comic writers that they're not allowed to use this character in the comics. Like that's how hated the character is. And I look at people who hate on Infinite, I'm like, at least he's like tries to be edgy and like he tries to be grandiose even though it didn't follow through like Look at these six stupid monsters that are from, like, seven little monsters on freaking Treehouse. Like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I would you be able to name one of them, like, aside from Zavik? One of them reminds me of Disgust from Inside Out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she literally is Disgust. That's all she is. They're really stupid. They're awful characters. Again, for me, what I know, um, Robot Robotnik, um, seen in Knuckles, uh, Sonic and Knuckles, I don't understand this character at all. I don't know what the backstory is. From what I can imagine, I'm thinking that, well, the real Robotnik is out manipulating Knuckles and can't be seen doing these things. I guess he made a robot. But anyways, like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, why is this character here and what are they doing? What's the purpose? Like, if Robotnik didn't want to reveal himself doing these things, why didn't you just put Metal Sonic there? At least Knuckles would confuse Metal Sonic for the real Sonic, at least appearance-wise, and give him a reason to go after Sonic, right? I don't know. I just don't understand the character, what he does, and why he's there. So, question 10. Which Sonic character would you like to see get their own spinoff? I guess I'll start with it. Um, well, we haven't, I haven't really seen a spinoff game forum uh, for Knuckles. Yeah, other than Knuckles Chaotix, I don't think he's really had a meaningful one. Yeah, but giving him a spinoff would be cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would I would have to agree on that one. Knuckles uh, needs more gameplay than just digging for emeralds in Sonic Adventure One and Two. And just to find the knuckles. <laughs> I know it's beating a dead horse, but I mean SBO needs to be in more things. But I think Shadow should be given another chance for his own spinoff. And honestly, like they don't need to even make it 3D. I would like a 2D Sonic game with Shadow as the main character. I think that would be so cool. Like if they do like Sonic Mania, but it could be like Shadow's version of Sonic Mania, and they could focus on like it could be Shadow, Rouge, and Omega. Yes, as the trio in that game, it'd be so cool. Like Shadow hasn't even been in a 2D Sonic game. He wasn't in any of the Sonic Advance games. He wasn't in Sonic Mania. He is your golden goose for Sonic, and you're not even using him. Put him in everything. There are much from Sonic One and Sonic yeah. Mania that add Shadow. Yeah, but that's not official. So, I mean, I agree with you. I'm like one of the things I hate about modern Sonic is that they're not really using a lot of the the characters that they created in that like Genesis era. But aside from that, like I do think Shadow needs another go at it, maybe without guns this time. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't think he's number one. I've always wanted this one. And I know it will never happen because this character doesn't have the pull. In fact, this character, I think Sega for some reason keeps using him even though the fans for some reason hate him. But I want a Silver the Hedgehog game. I'd love to see the future of the Sonic universe, see like a story that features Silver, maybe Blaze can show up, or they can introduce characters that are like descendants of other characters. Wait, is Silver supposed to be a descendant of Sonic? I don't think Silver's a descendant of Sonic. It's not it's it's not necessarily like confirmed, but either way I'd like I think it could be cool to see descendants of other other characters. Like yeah. you see Silver and like Eggman Nega going at it, but then you also have like maybe like a new version of Chaotix that has like like some people's kids and like new members all right so now we're at a rapid fire round so no explanation needed just answer the question um so number 11 sonic tails or knuckles knuckles i gotta go with sonic sonic yeah sonic for me sarah would say tails (laughs) oh tails Uh, number 12 sonic shadow or silver shadow 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 Sarah is quietly yelling silver. Thank you, Sarah, for your silver contributions. I do love silver as well. Number 13, Team Sonic, Team Dark, Team Rose, or Team Chaotix? Again, Sonic. Yeah, Team Sonic for me. Charmy brings Team Chaotix down, unfortunately, so i got to go with Team Dark. And I will also be Team Dark. Well, hey, I mean, Mateo, you could always go with Team Silver from Team Sonic Racing, which is Silver blaze and vector for some reason that is one of the most bizarre things in all of sonic to me i honestly forgot about that thank you for reminding me no, is it team silver is a team vector it might be team vector yeah but re- yeah, regardless that's the team yeah it's really strange i forgot about that entire game yeah well nice segue number 14 which is the best sonic racing game i think i know which one Mateo's gonna pick i'll go last Oh, for me, it is only Sonic R. Honestly, I haven't played the other racing games. For me, it's Sonic R. I mean, it's foot racing. It just makes sense. It's Sonic characters. So, can't imagine them catching up with Sonic. But I pick it because, like, it kind of has a story. It does does have a story element. mentioned the manuals. I don't remember. But there's collectibles in the game. Like, you can unlock new characters, and you can get all the Chaos Emeralds. And uh, to me, that, that was really cool. And the music's awesome. It's so unique. 
what else? Oh yeah, and because of that, I started a Sonic R uh, racing club in elementary school where we did foot races around the recess. <laughs> yep, that yep. was I remember that. <laughs> and the names of the members are still in the playground there. <laughs> still written there in pen. I'm just saying, Adriano. Next time we hang out, let's pl- pull out some Sonic R and play because I love Sonic R. Oh, Sonic R is great. It's like the only thing we did when, we were, when Adriano and I were hanging out when we were little. So I have to go with with Sonic R also. Just right in the nostalgia. My, but that being said, Sonic R isn't my favorite one. I think the best one. So I think I worded this question wrong. I said which is the best one. Um, it should have been which is your favorite because the best one I think is probably going to be the one Mateo says. But my favorite one is Sonic Riders. I love Sonic Riders. That's a good one too. Yeah, Sonic Riders is like that was my whole like late elementary, early high school like experience with my friends. I remember it came out like right around my birthday, and all my friends stayed over and we played it like crazy. And like it, it was so good. And like unlocking Super Sonic and all the characters was nuts. And it was the primary reason why I got my Wii modded because I wanted Sonic Riders Zero Gravity, but I didn't want to pay for it. So <laughs> this guy, my dad's work, modded my Wii, and it forever destroyed my Wii. But that's okay. Sonic Riders Zero Gravity was pretty good too, even though it got bad reviews. Sonic Free Riders, the Connect one. No, just an- I, th- I think what stuck at the end where you had to beat Jet. Like I can never pass that one. It was like a sand level. I could not. Yeah, yeah. I had on PC. The mission mode in Sonic Riders was quite difficult. Sonic Riders is my number two favorite Sonic racing game. Like Sonic has a very rich history in racing games. There's so many different ones. Like there's Sonic yeah. R, there's the Sonic Drift series, Sonic Riders series, and then the Sonic and Sega racing series that Team yeah. Sonic Racing isn't really a part of, but it is at the same time. But for me, the original Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing is the greatest. Not just because Banjo and Kazooie were playable in the Xbox 360 version, which is the definitive version of that game. You gotta get the one with Danica Patrick, though. That's the sequel. That's why I could never get into the the sequel, Transformed, which is probably, like, gameplay-wise, the better game. And it kind of has, like, the Diddy Kong Racing, like, multiple vehicle element because your car can transform into a plane and into a boat. But the thing is, they, like, Wreck-It Ralph was playable in that game, and Danica Patrick was in that game. I'm like, it breaks the immersion of being, like, a Sega mascot racer, because they're not Sega mascot racers. Before you get there, can we talk about, like, Danica Patrick and Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah, like, kind of ruined that. But that's not even the worst thing that they did in that second game. The With worst nights. thing was, yeah, the worst thing was that in the first game, they didn't have knights in it for some reason. And then they add knights and Riala into the second one. But instead of them being the playable characters, they're the cars. And the yep. little dream people drive them. Like, oh, what a man. stupid idea. Is knights a Sonic character? I never understood knights. He's a he's a Sega character. Oh, okay. Sonic Team worked on Knights, like they created the Knights series. Okay. And I don't want to keep crapping on uh, Transformed. It's a really good game. I just don't like like they they cut characters from the first game. Like Billy Hatcher is one of my all time favorite GameCube games, and Billy Hatcher was in the original Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing, but was cut from the se- the sequel. And I don't don't understand that, but. They needed to make room for Danica Patrick. <laughs> Who is Danica Patrick? She's a NASCAR driver. What? That's so random. <laughs> yeah, it is very random. It's but very random. Sonic and Sega All-Star Racing, the original one. I followed the development of that game from day one because I heard Banjo and Kazooie were in it. And I bought that game the day it came out. 
I loved every minute of it. It the track design is so cool. The roster, like having two of my favorite characters with in Billy Hatcher and Banjo in that game was just so awesome. It just the deep cuts that they had from Sega's history, like I think his name's Ryu from Shenmue. He was playable and he drove a forklift in that game. And you had like <laughs> Virtu- Virtua Fighter characters, House of the Dead, uh, yeah, Ooh. Amigo, Ulala, Monkey Paul, Beat from Jet Set Radio was in it. Like Oh, the Dolphin wasn't in it though, Mateo. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, Echo the Dolphin wasn't. Easy Taxi and, and Vector Man wasn't there either. Sega really has a lot of like rich IP, and that's why I think that these games are really successful. But in the second game, they just really distilled it, and the, there was just more Sonic kicks. Like Big the Cat was playable in the first game. Like, come on, that's so cool. Banjo aside, like we mentioned Banjo in every episode. Like that's the 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 agenda that we're pushing here. <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even if it was his nuts and bolts design, I'll take Banjo in any way I can get. So I gotta go Sonic and Sega All Star Racing. Not just because it's Banjo, but it's a really, really, really good game, and I want to play it again. But it's not backwards compatible on Xbox Series X, so I gotta play it on the 360. That was a good one, and we should play that. I think we should have a whole Sonic Racing Day where we play all the Sonic Racing games, except we Sonic. Should. Drift. If you don't get your running shoes, we're going to our school. Yep. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, maybe during summer when it's closed. Okay. <laughs> Moving on from the Sonic Racing Club, um, which is the most underrated or underappreciated Sonic game? Oh, I gotta go with this one. Sonic 3D Blast for me. Like I never hear anyone talking about it, and it's pretty interesting. There's no Super Sonic, but there's mods, and um, the music is phenomenal. The controls are a little bit slippery. But yeah, just like the level designs, I think it's really cool. Jules, I assume we're probably going to have the exact same one. So you think? I think so. Can I go? Okay, yeah, sure. Gino, go ahead. I, I don't think I'm going to be talking about the one that you guys are going to be talking about, but I think it's Sonic Unleashed. Well, that's what I was going to say. I thought Jules was going to say Sonic Unleashed. Uh, just because I ha- originally had faith in that game. I bought it for the 360 when I found out, hey, it's a new Sonic game. Kind of looks like Sonic Adventure and Sonic turns into a, were- a werewolf. That's pretty cool. Coming off of Sonic 06, which we'll probably talk about Sonic 06 in a little bit, it was a big departure for the series. The beat-em-up sections when, you're, when you are the Werehog, they're a mixed bag, but the actual Sonic gameplay, I think, was, was the first boost game. Boost gameplay, yeah. That was the first game to have the boost gameplay, and it's still arguably the best. I think it is, yeah. Especially now playing it on a modern system. I haven't done it yet, but Jules was really impressed by it on Xbox Series X because they they made it run at 60 frames a second and it's the definitive way to play that game and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm just got to hunt down a copy of Sonic Unleashed for 360 cuz yeah, Gino traded it in like right after he played it. I barely got to play it. Shimateo, I never beat it because I just got so fed up with the Werehog segments and I'm like I can't do this. I, I I traded it in and I got Batman Arkham Asylum. So, you know what? We traded a great game for an even better game. Exactly. But yeah, I I just had the itch. I've had the itch to play this game again, and I don't own it. I have the Wii version, which I people say is better, apparently, but I can't see that being the case anymore. So it's not. It's available on the Xbox store very cheap. I think it's $15. So it's funny because I was going to say a different game, but now they bring up Unleashed. Like, I, I have to say Unleashed because the thing about Unleashed is. I feel like every Sonic game 
is criticized. Pretty much everything since the classic era has been criticized. Mm -hmm. And some of those criticisms hold true and some of them don't. And I feel like Unleashed is one of those games where I feel like the vast majority of criticism that it receives is so unwarranted. Yes, the Werehog gameplay isn't the greatest thing. It's a beat-em-up. But there are some really cool platforming sections in the Werehog levels, and I actually thought that they were decent. They weren't bad. And especially when I compare it to the other Sonic Adventure games, I'm like, I would take a full game of Werehog gameplay over like half of the characters in Sonic Adventure 1 and half the characters in Sonic Adventure 2. That being said, the Sonic gameplay just shines. Like it, I do believe it's the peak of the boost gameplay. It's really good, and it looks really good, and it's really well designed. And what I liked about Unleashed 2 is that it was the first game after Sonic was 6, so Sega was trying to do something new because Sonic was 6 had been completely panned um and so they they did this like new boost gameplay it was the first game to use the sonic like engine that they designed and i think it was very successful and i think they still tried to keep that epicness of the story um in there even though it only really features sonic and tails and like knuckles kind of shows up and so does um amy but like not to a, a big extent like it's not big like a lot of characters, they still keep that like kind of grandiose style story there. And it has some really good music and some really epic moments. And I think it's just really good. And I think the main criticisms come down to three things. One being the Werehog, which I think is blown out of proportion. Two being the progression, because you have to collect medals within the levels in order to unlock later levels. And people didn't like that because they want to just be able to go through the game, which... Sure, some people could be upset about that. I don't necessarily inherently see that as a flaw. I see it as no different than Mario 64, where you have to collect stars in order to move forward. Like, So you have to go back and replay some levels. Oh, well. And then the other criticism is I think it was just, you know, it was the first game following the adventure era of Sonic. And I feel like it that was criticized because it was a big shift for Sonic. And I feel like that game, like really like i urge people to go back and play it like it's a lot better than you probably remember it being i remember liking it when i played it it was one of the many sonic games that the internet gaslit me into thinking was bad and it was the game that when i went back to it i was so surprised how good it was like i was blown away by how much i liked that game because that one wasn't even on like my radar of my favorite Sonic games, and now it's like one of my favorite Sonic games. Okay, number 16. Which Sonic game do you feel isn't mentioned enough? Good or bad? So what we're looking for here is like, is there a Sonic game that you've played that you feel should be getting more criticism? Like, it should be one of the, like, front line, like, this game is one of the worst, or the opposite, like, this is a gem that nobody talks about. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, something you think is underrated, just something you feel like people don't really talk about. Yeah, um, for me, again, it's Sonic 3D Blast. Now that I think of it, I think it came out before Sonic Adventure, and it was, like, one of their first 3D games, and it's, it, it does very much play like a platformer, and um, I've never heard anyone talk about it. <laughs> I forgot it existed. I played it back in, like, when the Wii came out on the Virtual Console, but I definitely forgot it existed till recently. Oh, oh, yeah! I've only ever played it on uh, on PC, and uh, I had no idea that there was a Genesis version. I think the PC is the the more recent Saturn version. Oh, and it has a uh, the uh, the lock on feature, like the, the homing attack. The homing attack, yeah. 
Uh, I think you need the golden shield for that. Like, there's like the regular blue shield everyone knows, but there's like this golden shield too. I'm going to go and say Sonic Advance. The Sonic Advance series definitely needs a lot more love. It was kind of using the um, the Sonic Adventure kind of style, but pixelated. And yeah. it was a great game that I always had a lot of fun with. So you could play as three characters, Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails. They all had different gameplay. I think Amy was in it as well. And honestly, they all played independently. Sonic was traditional Sonic gameplay. Tails was slightly easier Sonic gameplay. Knuckles was slightly slower, but glide and climbing, and Amy had her hammer to smash things and jump. They all played really well, and I feel like they were really solid games and should be considered when talking about like the classic 2D Sonic gameplay. I agree, yeah. I could never do special stages in that one. They're solid games. Yeah. Um, the one I want to bring up, and I think this game is like never talked about ever, and I actually think they're really good games, is the Sonic Rivals games on PSP. They're really fun. They're like, you know, classic 2D style kind of Sonic, but in like obviously 3D like renders. And it's all team focused gameplay. So the idea is like all the levels are like levels, but you're racing another character to beat the level. So for example, like every character has a rival. So in the first game, there's only four characters. I believe it's Sonic, Shadow, Knuckles, and Silver. Oh, yeah, no, no, so maybe there's six in the first one. I can't remember who is in the first one or who's in the second one, but um, I know the, the last one has, like, Espio, Knuckles, yeah. Tails, Sonic, Metal Sonic. Um, but anyway, the idea is, like, they all have a rival. The story revolves around this rival, and you're, like, racing these rivals throughout the levels and playing through the story, and there's, like, bosses. So you're always, like, competing with this AI. And I think it's a really, really cool concept um, and I, I always love Sonic games that allow you to play as a bunch of different characters. I don't think they're the best Sonic games by any means, but I definitely think they're Sonic games that people need to remember exist because they're fun to play. Well, Gino took my first answer, which was not just Sonic Advance 1, but I just think the entire Sonic Advance series. I think those games are really special, and they've only been re-released once on Wii U Virtual Console, so... They are not on Wii U Virtual Console. I am positive because I, when I started my Sonic playthrough that I've been doing for the last, like, three weeks, the first thing I did was go to the Wii U eShop to look for Sonic Advance to buy, and they are not there. I had to emulate them. Uh, they were only released on Wii U Virtual Console in Japan. Anyways, those games, essentially, if you don't own the original hardware, you can't play them. So... It'd be really cool. Like those for me would be like prime games to either re-release as a trilogy on everything in the future, or maybe if this Game Boy Advance uh, Nintendo Switch Online service is real, put those games on there because those three games are really fantastic. Well, I've only played Sonic Advance one, not two and three, and uh, I remember like I had no idea you can connect it to uh, Sonic Adventure to Battle. I played the Chow Garden for years in Sonic Advance. Years. Oh my god, Chow Garden. I raised that Chow to a very high level. And then I transferred it to GameCube. And then my dad brought my GameCube, chipped the memory card upwards, and I lost that Chow forever that I raised. And then I sold all the GameCube games games for a really low price. Oh boy. But that really awful party game. Sonic Shuffle. Sonic Shuffle doesn't get enough hate. Yeah, Sonic Shuffle needs more hate. We're going to move on to question 17, which is, which Sonic game would you like to see get a sequel? I would like to see a specific feature become its own game, and that is the Chow Garden. Yeah. You want a Chow Garden game? Yep. 
where you like you have to like raise them and do all that kind of stuff. It'd be kind of like Harvest Moon or like uh, Stardew Valley, except like Chow's. Mm. I feel like that would be very fun and very chill, and I would really like to do that because like the Chow Garden stuff was always something that I wanted to do in Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two, but I just didn't have the patience to play the same missions over and over and over again to build up the resources to do it. Yeah, I feel I will. I feel like everything should have just been available all at once. It's not like you don't have to go and do like a very specific shadow mission to get this specific animal or this specific chaos reactor to bring it into your child garden to feed this thing only for it to die. I could see that being a feature like in Steam and it like uses all the other Sonic games you have in your library and like it gives you stuff in the game. That would be cool. So for me, the the sequel I want, I mean, I guess Sonic 06 is the direct sequel to Sonic Adventure 2. But Sega wants to forget that game existed. Like, like I get that. So attempt to make another sequel of Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, but more akin to Sonic Adventure 1, where there's six playable characters that have six different gameplay styles and that have this interconnected story. I love the interconnected story of Sonic Adventure. I think that was one of the strongest elements. And if they drive that home and like they have the characters that were in Sonic Adventure 2... I think that could be a really special game. Sega, they finally learned after all these years that if the game isn't ready to just delay it and make sure it's ready, like they are doing with Sonic Frontiers, do that with a a sequel to Sonic Adventure 2. That game can be really, really, really good, and I think it can bring a lot of people back to the Sonic fandom and make Sonic really relevant in the video game space again. I think that game has more potential than any Sonic game they could ever make. There's many Sonic games I want sequels to. I think like Mania is one that I've talked about before that I'd love to see a sequel to Mania, but I don't really consider that to be like a specific sequel because that's just another classic game. But one that I'd actually really like to see, and I don't think this is one that many would expect, but I really wish that we got that third storybook series game. Interesting. Yeah, because, like, Secret Rings is based off Arabian Nights, right? Um, And, like, the gameplay is, like, not great. And Song of the Black Knight is based off of Arthurian Legend. And I remember liking Song of the Black Knight. And it's one of many games that I was gaslit into believing was bad by the internet. And I will be replaying it when I buy it again to confirm whether or not I did enjoy it or not. Um, But the third game was supposed to be based off of Greek mythology. And... Everybody who knows me knows I'm obsessed with Greek mythology. And the fact that Sonic would be running through the world of ancient Greece, um, stopping like monsters from ancient Greek legend, like the potential for who the characters would be, like seeing like Dr. Eggman maybe be like, I don't know. I don't know if he'd be Zeus. I don't know who Eggman would be. But I think it would be really funny because that's what I really liked about those storybook ones was seeing who the characters would play. And I always found it like hilarious, for example, that like Knuckles was Sir Gowan and Shadow was Lancelot. Like it it was just funny. And it was like a cool, like very different type of Sonic game, and I would love to see that again in the third storybook game that we didn't get. Bet you Crush Forty would be back for that game. Did I say one for wait, what question was it again? Uh seventeen. Uh Sonic the Fighters. I think uh Sonic Fighting Game needs a revamp. Oh yeah, and like more of like a yeah. I thought Sonic Fire was so unique and like it brought back all these characters that 
no one's ever seen. Like that's my first time seeing any of those characters, like from Chaotix mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Mean Mean Machine. So yeah, that that's pretty cool. That needs a, a sequel. That's a good one. I didn't even think about that one. So now number eighteen, which Sonic game would you like to see get remade? I mean, I recently just saw like the Sonic Origins is as just like remade one, two, three, and CD, which looks pretty cool. So if anyone has never played like those classic two D Sonic games, I'd highly recommend this game. And uh, for me, it would be Sonic Four because I've never played it. I've heard negative things about it. It seems like a cheap mobile game to me, and I think. Um, you know, to have that remastered in a more polished Sonic Mania kind of style, I think uh, would be necessary for me to actually get into that game. For me, the one Sonic game I want more than anything would be a remake of Sonic Adventure. I've played through Sonic Adventure, I think, five or six times, but this most recent time I replayed it last year or the year before, it was a very eye-opening and devastating experience for me. I finally came to terms with the fact that these games have not aged well and like sonic adventure 2 also like that i couldn't even beat sonic adventure 2 this time around those games like the the dialogue isn't even synced to the mouth movements of the characters oh my god there's a lot of like visual bugs and like the music is like the only thing that i think stayed the same in my eyes from the ground up everything needs work in that game it's rough and i think those games are among like the most special Sonic games ever made. And it would do wonders for, I think, just Sonic in general to have the games that I think our generation looks fondly to to be completely remade from the ground up for a new generation because those games have potential, especially Sonic Adventure 1. So I, I want Sonic Adventure 1 remade so badly. I would do I would give anything for that to happen. Like, the new Banjo-Kazooie game is, like, number one for me. Sonic Adventure Remake is number two for, like, Mateo's dream video game announcements. Like, that's how much I love Sonic Adventure 1. That's up there for me as well, Mateo, but I think it would be better to do it as, like, a remake uh, with Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 together and basically, like, give Sonic Adventure 2, like, a hub world area that you can go and explore and fix, like, the, the fundamental flaws of of that game as well right but i think more than anything and i think jules would like to would like to hear this one also just like just fix sonic 06 because that game should have been way bigger and way better than it than what it came out as i feel like in a perfect world if they had an extra year and it was sonic 07 we'd be talking about this game as fondly as sonic uh adventure so i would really like to see a sonic 06 remake and i will springboard off of that because you just stole my remake Sonic 06 <laughs> is the game that needs a remake most more than anybody. Sonic 06 was robbed. Sonic 06 is a phenomenal Sonic game that was robbed by Nintendo and by Sega. And I'm sick of seeing what I believe to be quite possibly the best Sonic game just destroyed by the horrible development cycle that it was part of. I truly believe that Sonic, like Sonic 06 is Sonic Adventure 3. Like it is Sonic Adventure 3 is every single flaw that existed in Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 by removing the shitty gameplay and tying it only to parts of levels. Like that's the best part about Sonic 06 is that it 
recognizes that the only true good gameplay in Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 is Sonic and Shadow. It recognizes that. It recognizes that all those other gameplay styles, while they're cool to play as those characters, and while those characters deserve to have their own gameplay styles, having an entire story where those characters have the exact same amount of play as the main characters is absurd. And Sonic 06 fixes that. Sonic 06 says, Sonic, Shadow, Silver, they are the main characters. Within their stories... You'll get an odd level where you play as Tails or Amy or Blaze or a section of a level where you play as Omega or Knuckles. So you still get those experiences, but you don't have to play a full game of Knuckles gameplay to get through the story. And that's what I love about Sonic 06. I think Sonic 06's story and music are exceptional. I think the characters are great. I think the production value is fantastic. I think the fact that the levels slow down to four frames per second every 10 seconds is awful. And I think that that game needs a remake. I think that Sega, the best thing they can do for Sonic 06 is instead of locking it in a closet and pretending it didn't exist and pretending it was a mistake is to remember that it wasn't a mistake. The mistake wasn't the game. The mistake was what they did to the game. And if they change the narrative, if they bring it back and they remake it, and they fix it, and they show people, look, this game wasn't bad because the concept was bad. The game was bad because we f***ed up. Then I feel people will, like, forget about it. People will be like, okay, you know, Sonic 06 was good. And speaking of Sonic 06, I think that'll, that could bring us into the next question. <laughs> <laughs> and I have very heavy thoughts about this one. Number 19, what is the worst Sonic game? I will open Sonic the Hedgehog 4 is the worst Sonic game ever. And a lot of people have said this before. And I had played it and I was like, oh, it's not that bad. I didn't think it was the worst Sonic game because it was playable. Some Sonic games are unplayable. Like the adventure games are super glitchy and so is Sonic 06. And, you know, Sonic and the Black Knight and Secret Rings have all these issues. And and I was like, Sonic the Hedgehog 4 isn't that bad. Now that I've gone and played through every single game and I'm playing through Sonic the Hedgehog 4, Sonic the Hedgehog 4 is awful, not just because it is like the most watered-down possible version of the 2D Sonic gameplay to the point where it's not even fun. Like, it's just boring. Like, the level design is ass. There's barely any content. There's like four zones. And all the bosses are Eggman. And they're all just like shittier versions of the classic ones. But on top of that, the graphics are terrible for a 360 game. Like they should not look like that. And the music is... And just like the general soul of that game is it feels boring. Like it's a boring... That's what makes it bad. Is like, say what you will about Sonic 06. You can fall through the ce- the ceiling and fall through the floor and go down to five frames per second in the middle of the game. Fine, those are major issues. But at least that game had heart. At least Sega like tried to make that game ambitious and had a lot of fun concepts. The story, the music, like hit all the right things. Like Sonic 4 literally feels like an AI generated the game. Like it's awful. It has no soul. It's so lifeless. It's so bland. It's so boring. I'm going to cut in right there. I'm looking at it right now on Steam. I, apparently, it's in my library. Holy crap. You're so right. Like This looks like this could be seen in a CGI in a casino game. You know? Yeah. 
Like, this does not look like a game. This looks like plastic. This looks like cheap as hell, man. Oh, it's my awful. God. I don't think I'm going to play it. The worst thing about it, in my eyes, is that it took the name Sonic 4. Yes. Yeah. Same with me. me Sonic Mania should be Sonic 4, but they can't call it that. Sonic Mania is Sonic 4, in my opinion. But yeah, Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog 4 is not good. I genuinely think it's the worst Sonic game, and I've played all the bad ones. The supposed bad ones. I've played Lost World. I've played Sonic 06. I've played Sonic and the Black Knight. I've played Sonic 3D Blast, which Adriano loves. I had a bad opinion of it, but I no longer have as bad of an opinion on it as I do <laughs> Sonic 4. I mean, the controls like, are a little slippery. But... I've played the Tails spinoffs. I've played Shadow the Hedgehog. I've played them all. And oh Sonic God. the Hedgehog 4 has nothing redeemable about it. It's like, it just shouldn't exist. Sure, Tails spin-off and shadow spin-offs don't exactly work but at least there was like an intention behind them like sonic 4 just feels lifeless and it will always be the worst sonic game in my opinion is it even complete i heard like it's not even a full game it was supposed to be three part they canceled the third part oh my god i'm looking at number two now on steam and it looks worse than one graphics wise yeah, and two plays worse than one as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. Weren't they like really early mobile games originally? They were 360 games. They're also on mobile, but they're like they were not designed like they might have been designed for mobile as well, but they were made for all the consoles. Uh, that doesn't sound right. I'm just gonna look this up quickly. I'm pretty sure you're wrong, Jules. Oh, because then if they were the 360 game, why would have they split it into two? It was supposed to be a series. They didn't split it into two parts. The idea was, instead of just doing one Sonic the Hedgehog 4, let's do three, and each one will emulate the original three. So, like, Sonic the Hedgehog like 4 Episode 1 was supposed to be, like, emulating Sonic 1, and then the second one was supposed to emulate, like, Sonic 2, and then the third one was supposed to emulate Sonic 3 and Knuckles. But they ne- they canceled the third one because... Two did so poorly, but yeah, the games were short. They were boring. Like they looked ugly. The music was terrible. Like so uninspired. Like what did they do? Oh my god! This looks like it was not made for Sonic fans. This looks like this was made for like boomers to play after Candy Crush and for little kids to give your phone to to distract them. Like this is not for Sonic fans. Yeah, because it came out in 2010 on ios ps3 wii and 360 and then in 2011 it came out for like android and like tablets and windows phone and stuff oh yikes but yeah we're sonic game by far it's just so it's so bland yeah and in the case for sonic 4 episode 1 it actually released on ios a few days before everything else so it was definitely made with mobile in mind and that's probably the reason why it looks and plays the way it does. So you got to thank uh, mobile phone users for that. Oddly enough, Sonic 4 Episode 2 didn't even come out on Wii, which I find absolutely hilarious. So with me, the obvious choice, I think, on a technical level is Sonic 06. But I never beat that game. So I have to pick a game that I beat. I played through beginning to end. And for me, it's like hands down at Sonic Forces. I was legitimately excited for that game after the highs of generations and mania that was the next game and i'm like oh this is going to be another one they're going to go three in a row they're going to start a nice streak here and i should have saw it coming like the whole idea of the avatar 
character. It's just we talk about bland and uninspired and all that about Sonic Four. Like the Avatar has that in spades. I don't care if I can pick what animal I want to play as or whatever. It's just we kind of make fun of Sonic. Like a lot of modern Sonic games are just like hold forward to just make it to the end of the level. And that's Sonic Forces, in my opinion. And then the whole, like, all the dialogue in that game, like, this, like, the world is ending, and, like, it's just so poorly written, and they, that game needed more time, like Sonic 06 did, and, but the thing is, it's just the whole premise of that game, I think, is bad, and... And, like, they brought back classic villains. But they really didn't, because you just fight the same people over and over again. Like, Chaos was brought back, but you didn't fight Chaos in this game. Zavik was brought back and like you fight him though there's so many really head scratching moments in Sonic Forces and because I was excited for that game it makes me feel even worse about it because I feel like an idiot for wanting this game but yeah I think Sonic Forces is the worst and like the number one reason why I think that is because of how for lack of a better phrase it craps on the legacy of two of the greatest Sonic games that have ever came out that came out before it in generations and in mania thank god they're taking their time with sonic frontiers hopefully frontiers doesn't end up like forces because i'm looking forward to sonic frontiers and i can't handle going through that again with sonic so that's the roller coaster of being a sonic fan jules and adriano kind of just took the words out of my mouth sonic 4 i didn't like the segmented gameplay it was uninspired and it was boring and i played it on phone which is probably the worst place to play it (laughs) <laughs> but I'm glad I played it there because I realized then that mobile games generally suck. How about you, Adriano? Well, I said yes. Yeah, I'm four. Probably played like 10 seconds of the first level. I'm like, wow, hell no, I'm putting this down. Especially after Sonic 3, it's like, really? This is what you give me after Sonic 3? Sonic Mania really made up for it, that's for sure. Okay, well, enough of the bad Sonic, and let's end this off with a bang. What is the best Sonic game? I'm going to go with Sonic 3 and Knuckles. I only had it on uh, on PC. I had the Sonic and Knuckles collection. Tons of levels, tons of unlockables that you only get by combining the two games. Like, there are Hyper Knuckles, Hyper Sonic, Hyper Tails. And it's just so cool to see their abilities. It, it's unbelievable. And just, just it's just a good amount of game to play and the ending too there's like a secret ending i think in the upcoming sonic origins collection that's the game i'm most looking forward to playing because same with me we don't know the reason exactly why it hasn't been re-released at all the theory is because of the music but the fact that they got that game on that collection is so exciting to me i know i went on like a, a tirade about sonic forces earlier but like sonic for as much bad as there is there's a lot of good and Sonic had a phenomenal 20th anniversary game in Sonic Generations, especially playing it on Xbox Series X with the uh, enhancements that the system gives that game. Sonic Generations is the ultimate love letter to Sonic fans, whether you're a 2D Sonic fan or a 3D Sonic fan. Almost every game from Sonic 1 to Sonic Colors had both a 2D Sonic and 3D Sonic inspired level classic stages like city escape speed highway green hill zone like all the memorable zones and and levels from 
those games were brought back and redone like the music the mixes to a lot of the classic songs were so good they had boss fights from older games brought back visually that game holds up to this day and i just love the whole like classic sonic meeting modern sonic that was just so cool that's such a awesome like sort of like time travel thing and it's a great homage and like a great fan service moment and then it all got flushed away in sonic forces but like just generations as a complete package especially because it came out on sonic's anniversary there's nothing better in my opinion that is my all-time favorite sonic game speaking of time travel if uh time travel was possible and i could go grab 2004 gino definitely say sonic adventure but Watching Mateo play through those games, uh, uh, he is right. They did not age well. But I feel like what is the best Sonic game is more of like what is a your favorite one. And besides besides Sonic Generations, like Sonic Adventure is still my favorite one. But if I'm if I'm really being honest with myself, I I have to say Sonic Mania. And I know Jules definitely uh, has some strong opinions about that game as well, where it's just such a return to form. Um, the classic gameplay was fun. We were able to, I, I, I never finished it, but I've always intended to go back to it and I have it on my Xbox waiting for me when I go back. I just haven't found any time to go back and play it, but every moment that I played of Sonic, uh, Mania has been great. When it comes to the best Sonic game, it all comes down to concept and Sonic is a series that has a lot of different concepts and some guy in some room somewhere was like, what if we had a Sonic game? where Sonic couldn't stop running, and Sonic and the Secret Rings was made. I'm just kidding. That is not my favorite Sonic game. Thank God. But there was somebody out there who was like, okay, what if we made Sonic a little bit taller and gave him a scarf? And that's Sonic Boom. Again, not my favorite Sonic game. But no, the, the best concept that I ever came up with is, what if we took all the old Sonic levels and revamped them and added a bunch of new ones. What if, you know, our team, who has worked on Sonic for the last 20 years and has had miss after miss after miss, isn't the best people to make Sonic anymore? And what if we get our fans to make the game? And that's how Sonic Mania was born. And Sonic Mania is just... It's a love letter to fans because fans made that game. And then Sega, after they made Sonic Mania, was like, okay, now you guys are all fired. Stupid on them. (laughs) But Sonic Mania is perfect. It is so perfect that my roommate's friend came over a couple of weeks ago and I was playing it. And he's like, oh, what game are you playing? I'm like, Sonic Mania. And he's like, which one are you playing? I'm like, what do you mean, which one? He's like, like which game within Sonic Mania? I'm like, that, that Sonic Mania. He's like, no, but are you playing like Sonic 3 and Knuckles or Sonic 2? And I'm like, this isn't any of those. And he's like, no, it's a collection of those games. And I had to explain to him that wasn't. And that's because it's so good and it touches all those moments that people actually think that it's the same game and it is not. That's what I love about it is it takes, like, there's enough of, there's enough classic zones that you feel like you're playing Sonic 1, 2, 3 and CD to a to a degree, while also like there's a lot of other stuff. And it feels like an epic, right? Like you're there's not just eight zones or however many seven zones that a Sonic game usually has. There's like twelve zones. And there's a lot of variety within those zones. And there's a lot of cool ones. Like we talked about Mirage Saloon. I love like the Metal Sonic boss. Like I, I really thought it was cool. And then he kind of turns into like the giant metal Sonic, which kind of pays homage to like Sonic Heroes, and like you have the Phantom Ruby, which is so interesting. And then 
it connects over to forces, which of course wasn't the best, but still there's like a lot in there that's really fun. You have three different playable characters. You have Supersonic. You have Ray and Mighty that come in later. The Encore mode is really cool where each life is a different character. There's so much in that game. The bonus games are great. Like everything about that game is fantastic. It's such a love letter to Sonic. That is 20 questions about Sonic the Hedgehog. We had a lot more to talk about than I thought we did. <laughs> I'm 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 really happy with this discussion. Yeah, d- doing this um, podcast made me realize I haven't played as many Sonic games as I thought I have, and uh, I'm going to get right to it. Time to do it. <laughs> it. It's bugging me that I never finished Sonic Riders. I got stuck in the level, so I'm going to... You're going to try that again? Get on it. I'm going to go back and play Sonic Riders. Gino, are you going to sign us out? Yeah. Uh, that brings us to the end of today's quest. If you like what you heard today, hit that like, subscribe, or follow button below. If you want to continue the conversation, let us know any ideas for upcoming quests, or just share your thoughts, leave us a comment, or listen to our other Sonic-related content for this month. We'll see you next time at the Hub World. Mateo? Sega, remaster Sonic Adventure, and Microsoft, make a new banjo game. See you, everybody. See you, guys. Bye. Bye.